0: It's the Favorites Podcast presented by FanDuel. It's NFL playoff time, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. I love betting with FanDuel because their app is safe, secure, and easy to use, and because they're offering exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. And when I win with FanDuel, I get paid fast. Plus, FanDuel is now live in... Ohio! So use promo code favorites and download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Must be 21 or older and in select states. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Virginia, and Ohio. 1 800 Next Step or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. Visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 369 in New York. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Welcome to the Favorites, the podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. We are heading into Conference Championship Sunday. I'm feeling both euphoria and sadness. I am joined, as I am for every episode, by my co-host, my BFF, my companion, my compadre, professional better, Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon.
1: Hello, Chad. Yeah, this is truly the best time of year and the worst time of year.
0: It's so upsetting. Yeah. I'm I'm crushed. <laughs> I'm crushed about so much of it. I was uh, sitting at dinner with my wife and son last night. I was like, the schedule is so intense during football season for all of us, for various reasons, right? And for me, Thursdays, I'm up early. I'm doing research for this podcast, recording a hit for FanDuel TV early in the morning, then I do more research. Then we record this. Then we would do Action Island an hour after this for FanDuel. Then later that day, I'm doing a podcast with Cowherd. I said to my wife, It just feels like tomorrow's the last day of school, you know, <laughs> because things slow down so much. And I'm just devastated.
1: I have the parties in every. I feel like next week, it really feels that way. Like we always joke about the the week before the week of the Super Bowl. It's um, that's really, really when it hits me. But. I would say the amount of free time is shocking. You could literally go, like, I think you just touched on, you go into like a five, six month coma of just, you know, you're just working. You're either working, you're doing whatever in your, your personal life, but there is no free time. There's always something going on. And I had that on Tuesday after our show. Usually I'm, I gotta go back, get back to work, run more lines, make more calls. And I just got done. I was like, I, I have nothing to do. Like, yeah. th- there's really nothing to do. So as you know, Chad, this, this week, a lot of noise, a lot of conversation just because it's four teams left. So we joked about it. like I, I had no issue talking about the teams last week Where this week. Obviously, we're about to just do a little bit of a deep dive into each team and talk about what we're feeling. So it's it's fun if you're a fan of the last four teams. I think we could all agree. This is the best four teams. I feel like we can all agree on that. Um, that's rare in football. I mean, last year we had two four seeds in the the Super Bowl. This year feels more like it is what it should be. It's a yeah. one a one seed a three seed a, and a that could have been a two seed and a or a one seed and it's a one seed and a two seed that both both could have been the one seed in the NFC. So um, yeah, definitely one of those rare weeks where it's just been fun because everyone's split. Like there is no like oh I have this huge advantage here. It's it's not no one's really puffing their chest out this week, but it, it it's going to be fun breaking down these games.
0: Well, it's also <clears throat> it's really strange just because of the line moves for the Chiefs yeah. and the Bengals, which, which we're going to get into. Um, we owe people a foxhole. We owe people a Simon Says. We owe people an exec decision. We owe people a big balls. Uh, and we owe people all these things, I think, largely because one of these games, it was so unpredictable. and And for a lot of the reasons we talked about, we're going to get to sharp calls in a second. But when we last spoke about these games on Tuesday, we said, We bet the Bengals plus three as soon as it opened on Sunday night. We bet the under 51 and a half in Bengals Chiefs as soon as it opened. By the time we were talking on Tuesday, the line was Bengals minus two and a half. And the total was at 46 and a half. We thought Wednesday would be the line of demarcation. It's when we'd see the line start to move. Based on Patrick Mahomes, is he practicing? Is he on the field? What is the response to the treatment, et cetera, et cetera? He was on the field, came out in the press conference, said he felt fine. He's going to play. The line dropped immediately. So it went down to Chiefs plus one. I think that it's very possible. Hold on. I'm checking right now. In the app, Kansas City is now a one-point favorite again. So... You know, this one's nuts. Before we get, before we do Deep Dive, I would say with Sharp Calls, it's almost like Sharp Calls is the whole show today because we're gonna be doing (laughs) everything. So we can say, let's get to Sharp Calls, but I feel like whatever you're hearing is also the conversation we should have. So what are you hearing? Hello, who's there? I'm talking. Baby,
1: what you it's tough because it's so many guys and groups taking positions like my biggest position of this weekend. Right now was simply a hedge on the Eagles at 25 to one. Like I took a really large position on the 49ers just because as much as I was bashing them and everything like that, trying to get you to go on the Eagles with me, the 49ers are really good. Like this pretty thing. I should put a poll out. Will Purdy win more than five games the rest of his career? Because this is truly lightning in a bottle. Like, I, I go back and I watch it, and we'll break it down as we go along here, but it's just, it doesn't make sense. The numbers don't make sense. And there's just some pros that are just simply back in the 49ers. And on the flip side, 70%, 75% of the guys I talk to are just terrified of Joe Burrow. Like, literally, that was their reasoning. They're like, I'm not even plugging this into a model. Like, I did zero work this week. I'm just betting Joe Burrow. And, can't fault them. Like cannot fault them from that standpoint. Crazy stat. He's like 1901 as a seven point favorite or less. Uh ATS, his last twenty. Like we joke all the time about Neos. Guys that break the matrix. He he is he breaks the matrix. He's out of this world. It's the books can't catch up to it. And, you know, luckily we rode him for most of this past year where we we didn't try to fight it. We just joined the party because it was just it was crazy every week to undervalued things. So not shocking that so many pros were on that one. I did think it was shocking how many pros love the 49ers. So that's one we'll obviously deep dive into. But yeah, like this this week, next week, I'll be with a lot of pros, a lot of a lot of guys who are big big money big timers. Chad knows, I'm flying out to London on Sunday to be with a bunch of guys for the games that are like high level bettors and people from Europe and they're just they view things differently than I do because to me, I could never just blindly bet a game. Like I'd have to run a model and they're the type that just like, I've seen this a thousand times. They just know what they're doing. So it's really been interesting the back and forth this week because these, sh- these spreads are so short. I mean, that's just how it is in the gambling world. Everyone's got a little bit of an ego and everyone's got their opinions and views. So it's like, you know, for me, I enjoy it. I literally just stand on the sidelines, especially in these group texts. And it's just guys going back and forth super personal stuff i mean bets from 25 years ago that guys lost houses and wives over um it's just it brings out the worst of people and there's only a couple of games and we're all feeling it where the season's almost over so everyone's like really not just pissed off but they, we just know the end's near so we're trying to soak up every little bit we can before we all just disappear for a couple of months so um this these are my favorite times like this week next week hanging out with these guys talking to these guys it's just it's especially fun after such a long season. Um, you know, we all have our opinions, right? Everyone's got their opinions. They're staunching their opinions at this point and what you believe in, what you want to back at this point. So uh to me, that's why I love it when it comes down to this final four teams here just because we got an, we got the rare rare thing here. The first time, what is it, since 1996, our guy Evan Abrams put out, maybe it's 98, that both spreads were below three points in the championship game. So no matter what, we're in for some amazing football. I feel like we all can feel that way.
0: Let's dig in here a little bit. You're making me a little nervous about our Eagles play that we both loved on Sunday at minus two. And I still feel pretty good about it, to be yeah. honest, even, even with the purdy magic in the bottle. Let's <laughs> let's, let's talk about that game first. Because, yeah. because to be honest, that may end up being our big balls bet, right? right. Because, and, and maybe we just declare it right now. Eagles minus two and a half. Big balls bet of the week. I'm hearing the same thing you are. We both loved the Eagles when the line opened. Yeah. I think you got it. At, you got it at up to two. I got it at two. We still like it at two and a half. A lot of guys have it power rated at three. But look, Nick Giffen went on Green Dot Daily earlier this week. He's one of our brilliant analytics minds. He had all these reasons why the Niners are probably a better team than the Eagles, DVOA-wise, schedule-wise, performance-wise. Here's my thing. It's why I still feel confident about the Eagles. The Eagles still haven't lost when Jordan Davis and Jalen Hurts play. The Eagles' pass rush is historically dominant. Brock Purdy's been amazing. Also been sacked, I think, 16 times in seven games. He has a tendency to hold the ball and not make decisions as quickly as he could all the time, even though he's also been brilliant. I think 16 touchdown passes, four interceptions in those seven games. History is against him because he's a rookie. He's This is his third road game. And Philly is not Seattle against Geno Smith. It's not Las Vegas, where half the stadium is going to be on your side anyways. All right? It's fucking the fighting city of Philadelphia. You don't go into Philly for an NFC Championship game as a guy who's played seven games in your career and essentially have to win the game, which is what he has to do to cover this number. I don't care. I don't care what we've seen. I'm telling you how it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, no, obviously I'm all in on the Eagles, Chad. There's no, there's no discretionary there. I'm just, I'm trying to give people the perspective of um, what the pros are seeing here, so. You know, what I'm getting back and forth is kind of how me and you feel sometimes where these lines are fucking bullshit. Like, this line does not make sense. Two and a half. What what in the world? H- how is how is Brock not at three, three and a half yet? So, I know the pros that are holding it at three and holding it at two and a half, I should say. Like, they're, they, they're daring these books to go to three. That's how strong they feel about this 49ers team, where I just keep throwing that history in their face. Like, there's a reason no rookie has ever won the championship game in this long history we have with the NFL. There's something about it that that pressure is real. And the, the tape and the book is out on the guys by this point, right? We know that. So the the reason these pros love Purdy is he doesn't know what the hell he's in yet. They're, they're all in agreement that, like, this kid, I don't. they think he doesn't get it, that he's, like, playing in the football league. And every guy he's playing against is better – I mean, it's – you can't even wrap your head around because this could play at Iowa State. So, say at Iowa State he played against whatever it was, Iowa. The best guy in Iowa that he ever played against in his life on defense is probably on special teams on the in an NFL team. That's at the level he's gone from Iowa State in a year from last year to where he's at now. That's how high of the level is. So, that's why I like the Shanahan Coach of the Year thing. I'm so staunch in it where it's like we can't wrap our head around it because we have such high expectations for this 49ers team. It's mystery irrelevant, seven and oh in the NFC championship game. That's why, like Chad, I feel like I should be putting my life savings on this game with the Eagles. In what world does this kid go on the road? Like you just talked about.
0: I, I mean, feel like we, we I briefed. feel like we're being punked. If the wise guys are <laughs> saying they love San Francisco, it's almost like they're fucking with us.
1: But they're not. Like they they're just like they think, like a lot of people think, where the Eagles they haven't played a defense like this 49ers defense and
0: a defense that actually is showing so many holes in the secondary <laughs> against the pass that it's like Swiss fucking cheese.
1: Their strength is the run. And that's, that's what people, people think this Eagles team without the run. And I'm just, once again, I think they're underestimating Hertz, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Goddard. They're receiving options for this Eagles team. Yeah. So that's the thing where it's like a lot of back and forth and I can't counter it because of the, exactly what they're saying where the Eagles defense, I don't know, say they've given up three or four games of over 30 points. The 49ers have only done it twice all year. And I I go back at them Well, that's because of their schedule and the QBs they faced. And that's what this week is. It's like a lot of people making opinions, drawing lines. And I, I feel like we're reading this one, right. Where the 49ers, I get the fear, like the fear of these pros going against them because they've outperformed every metric you can set. Like once again, it's a seventh round rookie. This is, I know you already have sent stuff to the hall of fame. It's all going to be in there. Like this is, this is truly a historical thing we're seeing right now. This kid who's mystery relevant. Um, I don't know if he'll have more than five wins the rest of his career because, you know, no one will be shocked. They show up next August and Trey Lance outplays him for that starting role. I mean, Trey Lance was a reason he was the third pick overall and Purdy was his seventh round pick, but It's like he doesn't know it, Chad. Like watching that Cowboys game, he would make two reads, and if it wasn't there, he literally would just throw it away. Like that's veteran level understanding of I'm not the reason we're going to win this game. I'm the reason we'll lose this game. So I'm just not going to be that reason we lose. And that was very smart and veteran. I mean, obviously Shannon's in his ear telling him to do this stuff. So with this Eagles game, I can't see him getting away with that. I just don't see the Eagles offense sputtering. Um, We've all had our doubts about Dak. There's no reason for us to have our doubts about Hurts. Like, that. That his first pl- career playoff game was against Tom Brady and the Bucks. We talked to Austin. He laid on the egg in that game. He had to he missed. This year, we talked about it. He's corrected that. When he seeds that one-on-one with A.J. Brown, he attacks it downfield. So, to me, I think the pros are still underestimating this Eagles team. And I might be in my words here, Chad, because the books believe it with them. Like, the books, they're all in unity here holding this two-and-a-half. Like I, I I I've not I've seen one book it was Bet MGM moved to the three um and it hung it there for I don't know let's say 12 hours and it went down two and a half and it hasn't been back so um we're going against the books on this one like we we're definitely with the public side on this one but I think the money will get a little closer come Sunday because I know a lot of pros that are just waiting they're waiting for the three they're hoping the public hits us up to a three and they'll take the value on the the the, the 49ers so to me we already went through the numbers I the, the Rookies championship game, 1-3 and 3, ATS, 0-4 historically. They had four touchdowns passing, nine interceptions. Um, the one cover was a 14-point dog. So we, we we love the idea of Purdy against this Eagles defense and Philly.
0: When I was listening to the Action Network podcast earlier today with Raybon and Stucky, Raybon loved the under in this game. And Raybon's been smoking hot. hot. And (laughs) I hate when you and Raybon don't agree with each other. But the problem is I didn't agree with it either. We liked, I think we bet the over at 45 and a half on Tuesday. It's um, now at 46 and a half. 47 is the key number here. Why do I still like the (laughs) over here? What, like, even when Ray, when Rabon ran through all the numbers yeah, and there was a lot of research to back it up. Sometimes you just get a feeling like games aren't going to play to type and it's so anathema to the way that I like to think about betting games and the way that I like to share information because I don't believe your emotions and feelings should be a part of this process. Right. But I just keep thinking this isn't over. <laughs> I've seen too much I've seen too much evidence of the Niners defense and the back half of their defense not being able to stop passing games.
1: Well, lucky for me, I work with this guy, Chris. I spent a lot of time with this guy, Chris, and I can pull up his numbers here. So he, he literally had this game rated at 45.5. So that could be your answer right there. He thinks it moved, so he likes the value on the under. Um I have this game rate at 47 you can see why I like the over. So it's it's one of those where it's just tight. Like he he's literally likes the under to a point. Um looking at this matchup, I I'm in 100% agreement with you, Chad. When I first saw this open, I was like, "Oh, that's a trap line." Not that every line's a trap line, but like 42 and a half felt right for this two matchups because I am in total agreement. These are these are the reason I like both these teams for the Super Bowl coming up because I just think both these defenses, both these D-lines are just such a nuts, just such a high level. Um compare it to the other side, the AFC. I just don't think you can compare it. I think both the everyone knows that. I mean, you look, most books already hung Super Bowl lines. The 49ers and Eagles are both favorites now. So um, the the public might not understand it where they're just so enamorated with the quarterbacks. But I'm telling you, it's all about the O-line, D-line. And then you fill out with the quarterback and then the skill position. So I was shocked that they hung it at that chat next week, uh, that the, the favorites was going to be a rookie and purdy. And you know, his third start in the playoffs hurts, but the books are sharp. So that's my fear here with this this line going with the Eagles. But on the total, I, I haven't wavered at all. I still like the over. Like you just talked about, 47 is such a key number. I still think we're getting good value on it. So we'll know early on. Like if this Eagles team's sputtering really early, the game script coming out doesn't work, that's a huge red flag to this over just because – they're one of the best scripted teams in football this year. I mean, if you go through it, they've been one of the best first half teams yep. all year. And we've just seen it time and time again. They have a nice script to start these games. And there's a big difference. When you go back to the Eagles schedule, there's very telling signs of if they sputter. And the other team usually sputters as well, honestly. Like Eagles defense is usually pretty good in the first half. It's the second half. Their defense kind of lets down. You could probably wait and see what you can get live. But to me, if you can still get to 46, 40, 45 and a half, You got to grab the yogurt.
0: the NFL conference championships are this Sunday and you can enjoy more thrills than a two minute drill on FanDuel. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account because they're giving all customers a no sweat, same game parlay. That means you'll get bonus bets back. If your conference championship, same game parlay doesn't hit. Bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to which player will score a touchdown. Or if you can't decide, you can ride with thousands of other fans and bet popular SGPs already made for you. My favorite SGP this weekend is Eagles as favorites against the 49ers. The under in that game and Jalen Hurts under his rushing yards total. New to FanDuel, sign up with promo code FAVORITES to see for yourself why it's America's number one sportsbook. And if you already have FanDuel, you can start building your no-sweat same-game parlay today. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and in select states. Three-plus lags, minimum $1 bet required. Refund issued is non withdrawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Max bonus $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com RG in Colorado, Iowa. Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia, 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text Hope NY in New York, Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Patrick Mahomes heroically walked to a press conference and then (laughs) heroically walked away and looked like he was playing Skip to Maloo on uh, the practice field. He's Superman. He's got the regenerative skills, talent, DNA of that, you know, snake that loses its tail and then regrows its tail immediately. The guy's fucked and he's playing in an injury that takes six months to heal and he's doing it in six days. The line has been wackadoo. as it stands now, 47 and a half. I think we still like the under. Yeah. Chiefs minus one. What the fuck do we do here? <laughs>
1: I know exactly what I want to do. I'm interested to hear what you want to do. But how am I not going to take the Chiefs? i just been waiting to see how he looked, how he's moving. Maybe I'm a sucker. Because, like, him him jogging down those steps to me was actually a big deal. Because that was truly not thinking about his ankle. The press conference, I know it sounds stupid, but, like, going down the steps, he's not thinking about his next step. He's simply jogging down the steps like it's routine and out the door. And then you do you saw him do his stretches, and he was full participant. I don't know what to think, Chad, because like all, the early line movement to me was smart money. getting info that this is worse than they're letting on. Right. Like that was a huge swing through a bunch of key numbers. They moved it from yeah. a plus three all the way to a two and a half on the Chiefs side. So if he looks the way he looks, the number should be back to three. But the books are like in this weird spot now where it's like they really got hit hard on that two and a half. Like they got a lot of good big money on that two and a half. Still City, two and a half. Yeah, Chiefs two and a half uh, plus two and a half. Still though, all the money and all the tickets are mainly still in the Bengals. That's how much yeah. early money came in on them. So the the line movement doesn't really make sense to me. It should be back to three. That's that's where it should be at. If Mahomes is able to move in the pocket, which everything I've seen of if he can stay on his tippy toes, he's good. Like that's that's his, that's where he that's where he excels. He's on the he's on his toes where he can move in the pocket so smoothly. In practice, that's what he was literally doing. So. Um, all we can go off of is beat writers and a little bit of inside sources we have. And everything I hear was it was bad when it happened, right? And it's one of those things, too, where he was scared to even put weight on it because it just didn't feel right to him. And as the game went along and the adrenaline took over, he was like, okay, I'm more comfortable now. But then they figured after the game it would be in a real bad spot. Like it would be all swollen up. But we know the technology we have nowadays, they put that, whatever, you slept in one of those uh, bed things that, like, is good for your body and then put different types Zero of gravity. Yeah, and zero hot, cold, and all this different crap. And it's like the man's jogging two, three days later. It's it's mind-blowing. So I was prepared to take Cincy, like a one-legged Mahomes against arguably the best QB in football right now in Burrow. I would have backed Burrow, but Mahomes is able to play fully. I love him in this spot where he's 0-3 against Burrow. And what are they calling it, Jed? Burrowhead? They're calling Arrowhead Burrowhead. Even the players on Cincy isn't like – I listened to um, shout out to the Kelsey Boys podcast. Travis Kelsey was talking about that. They're talking about that in the locker room. He's like, they they know. So I love this game. I hate that I'm going so chalk, going both one seeds, both home teams. But I-, I love the Chiefs. I love the Eagles. Oh man, it's so tough because bro, so damn good. I hate going against them, but it's it's this number should be three and it, it's not. So I'm gonna take the value right now on, on my homes.
0: We betted at plus three for the Bengals on Sunday night. I bought a little bit back on the Chiefs at plus two and a half.
1: I wish I did. I got the one and a half because I needed to see it. I told you that I needed to see it because I was hearing so much noise of like, they're overrating it. He's fine. He was supposedly up the next day, lightly jogging in his neighborhood. It's like, I needed to see it. There's too much bullshit flying around this time of year. But yeah, good for you. Good by you hitting that two and a half because that's such a key number.
0: Yeah, I'm excited about it. So I feel really good about my position there. I'll I'll still bet. I bet more on the Bengals at plus three than I did on the Chiefs at plus two and a half. So I still come out a loser if if you know the Chiefs win by more than three. I think you're right. Like if it's if you're basically getting Chiefs to win at home, that's that's what you got to play. Yeah, there you have no option. So frustrating. Such a challenging game. It's brutal. What, What are we thinking about the under right now? 47 and a half. Still feel
1: good because it feels like the the way you win this game is one side laying an egg. Like I, I we're all hoping for the ultimate shootout, right? But me and Chad don't bet that way. We, we, we play the percentages and we play the numbers. We have an Andy Reid outdoors playoff game at home. It's just above a 60% in his career, even when this is including his time at the Eagles. So this is just a number a position. We will take the rest of our lives as long as Andy Reid's the head coach. He's an offensive genius. The public knows that. They will always bet the over. Me and Chad will always take the other side, um, not blindly. Though it's all about the matchups, right? I know for a fact we were both on the over last year in that Bills-Chiefs game. That was at Arrowhead. But in this matchup, I just I got to take the under. So um hoping it gets up to 48 and a half. I did throw a little more on the 47 and a half when I got there. I just think the public, as the week will go along, I just see them betting the over. It's just yeah. the Mahomes effect. Like you said, what did it open at, Chad? You got it at 53 or something? 51, I got it at 51 three? and a half. A little in between there, right? 48 and a half would make more sense. 49 and a half would make sense. I don't, I don't see it getting back up to 51, but I could see it keep, keep rising a little bit as the public will come in here on this over. Um, But yeah, I thought the only game I'd flip on was this one. I thought I would flip back to the Chiefs if Mahomes um, looked the way he did. I just did not see him looking as good as he did. Like this was truly mind-blowing. From what I saw Sunday, I thought this kid would be in a walking boot all week, game time decision, completely wrong. Like, Whatever. I maybe I underestimated uh the medical treatment, but it was just one of those where it's just it's what we saw on the field. Like the kid just looked completely different, obviously, afterwards. Um, so that that's that's the best part of this whole week right now is we're gonna it looks like we're gonna get a ninety percent, eighty percent of the homes, which is great.
0: Uh, right now, sixty eight percent of the bets, meaning the public, are on the over, fifty eight percent of the money is on the under. Interesting, yeah. right? Very but it makes
1: sense. That's just a that's a that's a pro under there because everyone's gonna be on the over.
0: All right. Well listen, we gotta do a foxhole. Also, I want to point out one other thing. This is just amazing. We gotta do a foxhole. We gotta do a Simon says, we gotta do an exec decision.
1: Let's do it. I mean, people know what we're doing.
0: Yeah. So why don't why don't we do Simon says first? And then I'll do exec decision and then we can settle on our foxhole.
1: I, I got to just be a man. I just got to pick sides. So we we did big balls for the Eagles. I'll do Simon Says. Grab that Mahomes. You can get it at a pick right now or get it at the minus one. When
0: Simon Says do it, we do what Simon Says. Exec Decision Chad is going, oh, my God. I am so torn between the under 47 and a half, which makes me nervous just because it's not the number I like, or the over 46 and a half which makes me nervous because it is a fucking gut bet. That's yeah. it.
1: Betting betting's hard, brother.
0: Betting is hard. <laughs> I'm going with the under 47 and a half for the Bengals and the Chiefs. A choice between the unthinkable and the impossible. Now you have your orders. Execute them. Executive decision. And then I think our Foxhole should be the over. Yeah. For the Eagles. You know me, regardless of what's going on, I'm a foxhole
1: guy. I commit to a team, I commit to a city, uh, I'm a foxhole guy. It's a mix of a, a foxhole, big balls, because this, this this takes balls. Even Chad's scared of this one.
0: So. Yeah, I'm totally scared of this one. It's definitely going to be an it.
1: island bet where, once again, in the first quarter we'll know where we're going to be at with this bet pretty quick.
0: I totally believe it. Totally makes me nervous. So, <laughs> to recap, the foxhole is over Eagle San Francisco. Simon says is Chiefs minus one slash pick. Exec decision is under 47 and a half since EKC. I do think you should wait on it, by the way, because I do think that's going to go up a little bit. I'm hoping. Uh, and then the big balls is Eagles minus two and a half. Motherfucker.
1: It's not like us to end the year. End the Not end the year, but you know what I mean. I have two favorites heading into the Super Bowl weekend, but last year... At this point, we we had the Bengals three and a half and we had the 49ers three and a half and one covered and one one outright. So this year, hopefully we're going for two for two, both winners outright.
0: Here's the schedule for the next couple of weeks. Uh a lot of Super Bowl betting content. On Tuesday, next Tuesday, the thirty-first, we'll do our initial Super Bowl betting preview. You and I. Uh, I'll be live uh, from this- England. Live from England. Hello. That's why for, for those who are listening and those who listen on AMP. We were doing all this Manchester, England band stuff <laughs> uh, after the show was over. That is because Simon will be in uh, Northern England for part of the week that he's uh, that he's across the pond. Uh, on the 2nd, February 2nd, we've got Matthew Friedman, former Action Network star, now running Fantasy Pros. We love when Friedman comes on the podcast. Evan Abrams, Director of Research, who we reference constantly. You can see him on Green Dot Daily regularly. You can hear him on the Action Network pod. Tuesday, February 7th, it's one of our best shows of the year with two of the biggest stars in the Action Network universe, Super Bowl props with Chris Raybon and Sean Kerner. Don't miss it. Bookmark it, calendar it, put it on the board. February 9th, Super Bowl Best Bets with Brandon Anderson, who's been doing an amazing job in our Sunday night, Monday recap for Action Network. He's been amazing all season, really smart. He's the one who tipped everybody off to Eagles alt line of minus 20 and a half against the Giants, paid off at about three and a half to one. So that is the schedule for the next couple of weeks. You're off to England. We're excited for the games. This has been the favorites podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. Download us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe, leave us five stars. Feedback is a gift, but listen all the way to the end, folks. Until we meet again to preview the Super Bowl. For Simon Hunter, for Matt Mitchell, I'm Chad Millman. Love you.
1: Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly.